Hello everyone, I hope you are well. My name is Mariana and I would like to welcome you to a Ranting Bookworm podcast where I'll talk about books and everything surrounding books, especially rants. So let's get ranting. Before I get the game going, I'll tell you the trigger warnings and PSA. So the trigger warnings are mentions of unaliving and mentions of abuse, as well as a spoiler warning in the... You didn't know, it's going to be full of spoilers. And lastly, this book is called The Inheritance Games, and the only thing I want was stress issues. Because this book was incredibly recommended, but it was a disappointment for me. And that's where the PSA comes in. Before I, well, I talk about why I didn't like it, let me preface this episode by saying that I want to be an absolute menace today. So be prepared. Sorry, bro. Especially if you actually like this book, which don't let me stop you from reading it or enjoying it. Just know I didn't. Talking about things I don't like. I thought the characters were one-dimensional, and I get that they're ink on paper, but they're supposed to be human. The paper they're written in has more duality than them. Like, I know they're fictional characters, but where's the complexity? Where is the story? Boy, where is the juice of the story? Give me something. And we're gonna list who I think are just characters. And basically, it's the, all the characters, but I just didn't want to write them all. Let's start with Avery. She's a main character girly who has a main character archetype that is very popular in books. And sometimes I like it. But it was not giving what it needed to give. Bruh. Okay, I did no. I also feel like she's just the vessel that the author decides to tell the story through. I feel like for some reason the story needed to be told and the author just put in the wine template and call it a day. <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yes, an author decides who is going to be the main character, but it just doesn't, I just don't get the why she needed to be. I just feel it's so bland, the character is so bland to me, so character, caricature-like, so just small characteristics, like, I get she's smart, I get she's humble, I get she likes to help people, and that's it. Nice. I don't know what you want me to do with with that and also why don't take the money do it just do it i get you want to know and i get you're curious but you have money you can hire a private investigator i know that's like the safe option but it's also like you took the interesting the risky option and it still wasn't interesting so we have to change it up then we have Livy, who does not decide what happened to her to her warning for physical and emotional abuse. Yet I still just know that she stress eats and it's nice. Why do we need to call trauma a personality? <laughs> you serious? I feel like that's the only thing we get. She going through some hard stuff because of her abusive ex-boyfriend and she's stress baking all of a sudden. I feel that's the only thing we get. 
Okay. Now that we have talked about the sisters, let's talk about the brothers. Okay, let's start with Nash. He's the oldest. He has a Texan stereotype. Well, he is a Texan stereotype, and he has a white savior's complex. Which, if it's not getting side-eyed, I don't know what is. And I'm not overreacting. This man literally brings people that need help and makes them work in the house, and they love him. I'm telling you, it's a cult. And side note, I like that Avery, Avery's liar hates on him, and I think she should hate on him more. He's unnecessary. Now we have Grayson, and what I think about Grayson is... Exactly, nothing. I just didn't care. Now we have Jameson, which those two have pretty weird names. Look, Grayson is giving lack of originality. You like, it's giving, I'm going to have a stun. I like the color gray. I'm going to change it up a bit, and we're going to call him that, Grayson. <laughs> now we have Jameson, which is more like Lameson. <laughs> Because he's lame. With Jameson, I have a love semi-toler relationship with. I guess he's human and, you know, is grieving the loss of Emily, a.k.a. Diona-like girl that was in a relationship with him and also his brother, Grayson. <laughs> but also, if he's not ready for a relationship, he should say so. But then again, he wants to move on. But from my perspective, he can. And I'm talking moving on with Avery. He needs to heal. And I just don't see him putting in that work. And that's where my problem with him lies. It was legitness. Yeah, it was. And also, he gives me advice of a finance bro. Like, he has something fishy about him. And it's not only his Instagram post. I'm talking about his personality. It's giving him nice, but not really. Boom. Roasted. And last, Alexander. The best of them all. Why? Because he's cool and he's tolerable. He likes his scones, blowing stuff up, and is an overall vibe. I did not like that he was in the whole crap scheme, but I don't care. I'm holding on to him like my life depends on it, because at this point it does. So you cannot tell me that he does not have a good music taste. I am talking Sissa. Hey, that's pretty good. Now Emily. She went out with Grayson and Jameson at the same time. She kind of pulled in the late, in the late night Vampire Diaries. It also was fun and had a heart condition that led to her death. That's all I know about her. Ta-da! Look, she feels like the main. She feels like the main character of the story, which yes, I do find her story interesting. Not at the standpoint standpoint of I like her character, but at the standpoint, oh, this character has a lot of drama going on. Yet this this author constantly talks about this character, even though we just know little details. Even though this is not her story, I know she liked to be in the life of the party, but babes, she's seven feet deep. And also, like, why her, why is her sister and big best friend saying, this is what Emily would have done? I don't think Emily even cares what she would have done. She is in a grave. Like, I get that they support her, but she literally did not want either of the part of the brothers if she's cheating on them with each other. Unless they know something we don't know. But that's, that's never been said before because it's literally said that Thea, um, that Thea knows that she was cheating on them. So, 
I don't see the connection and I also don't see the connection in this story. I don't get why she's here. I don't get why her story is so important that we are reminded of her every single second. <laughs> and I got this from Inheritance Games Wiki, like the info, because some of this I did remember or anything. Now we have the love triangle talking about nothing. <laughs> This is the energy that this love triangle, quotation marks, gives me. First, Jason just started randomly hating on Avery, and Avery was like, cool. And then he started randomly liking on her. Well, he didn't randomly start hating on her. Like, I get why he hated her, but then he just started randomly liking her. I just don't see... The math is not mathing. Second, is there a connection between Jameson? Sure, there's attraction, but my chemistry teacher did not give them that couple as a definition of a bond. <laughs> talking about a mystery just like that love triangle is, we're going to talk about what happened because this book is technically a mystery, but I'm going to tell you the truth. It was bad, and maybe I'm a little annoyed that I didn't get it. What did he say? <laughs> It would be fine if I was entertained. That's a problem. I wasn't entertained. The worst of it all is that I read it all, even though I skimmed it. And it still was not, like, something interesting. Like, the result was not something interested. interesting. For example, in the book, One of Us is Next, I did not get what was happening at all, but the result was entertaining. For this book, it wasn't. What do you mean the homeless guy that everybody plays chess with every week is actually supposed to be the son of the grandfather that gave Avery the money in his will that and this guy the son of the grandfather that gave Avery the money was supposed to be on the live but it's now the same guy that Avery Avery played a few moments later chess with every week I know that's a little confusing but it doesn't make sense here or in the book and he, like that doesn't make sense and it's not a good plot twist so and also at the end of it all Tobias just chose her because her name matched her, his catchphrase a very risky gamble because this man just thinks highly of himself and is making catchphrases for himself <laughs> I just feel like the author just puts on bizarre things to put it in and call it drama and call it plot twist and call it a book. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Now we're going to do the positives because I didn't really like this book, as you could notice. So the drama happened. It was not good, but it was there. And it's only applicable to this book because I'm reaching to not be a complete hater. Second... Alexander, we liked him. Third, we like the potential of Rebecca and Fia eventually getting back together. We don't know if it's going to happen, but maybe. Fourth, the lawyer hating on Nash. We need more of that. Fifth, this book being bad and overhyped so good to hate it on more. And that's for my the reasons for why this book is a flop. I did not like it. I would say 2.5 or 3 because it was sometimes entertaining. Sometimes. It was not life-changing. Come on. Stop the act.